All right. So this is the first podcast ever with ADHD talk with the boys and my guest star. Well, co-host. We have my boy Luke. How's it rolling? It is rolling, bud. How about you? Not bad, man. Not bad. Been a been a pretty eventful week. How about for you? I can say the same, man. Trying to get the wrist back to uh, normal, if you want to call that. Um, work is work. Uh, lovely hospital. Lovely COVID too, but we'll get into that all that COVID stuff. But no, with this podcast, it's just a bunch of random talk. Just updates, humor, and good times. Um, we were going to get my boy John Delick on here today, but he's got stuff with school going on, and he's in Cleveland, and we're in the Columbus area. So, I met Luke, what, back 2018? I think it was 17, actually. 2017? It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. You know, working at lovely uh, Ohio Health, or uh, Grant, Yeah. doing patient transport, and... You know, right from the click, we had that same, like, absolutely dark humor. And it goes a long way. It does, it does. It does, you know. I mean, sometimes you got to have that. I mean, working at a hospital and whatnot, you see a lot of things, you hear a lot of things, you smell a lot of things, and you got to have some good times. If you're Tyler, you get hit on by the patients. Oh, yeah, you know, lovely... um, what we got? Oh, at that time, I had a, you know, great beard, and I guess I was looking like Conor McGregor, and this lovely lady made sure to tell Luke that I was attractive and wanted to see me again, and I was like, yeah, it's going to be a no for me. In the gown and all that, I'm going to pass, so. But yeah, you know, like, I can't tell you how many... You know, after, you know, just working together, we build such a good relationship, you know, going out, grabbing some brewskis, having some brewskis now, and just shooting the shit. Absolutely, man. It really makes it, uh, I think it makes the relationships you forge with your coworkers all the more special when you go through those those trials and get forged in the fire together. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know... Sometimes when you you have your coworkers, you think you guys are like friends and whatnot. Then at the end of the day, they're talking behind your back. So you're like, oh, okay, I guess we're not friends. But no, you know, with Luke, we've always uh, talked about sports, dark humor, and always cracking jokes about one individual. Uh, we won't say his name, but you can just paint a picture. This guy basically knew everything. Um, Followed the rules, maybe a little too much, and I don't even know where to begin with him. Yeah, he was, uh, he'd done everything. Went mm-hmm. to law school, mm-hmm. was a doctor, was was there when Lincoln got capped. I mean, he just, <laughs> just had been there and done it all, had a story for every scenario, and always tried to be the, uh, the head rooster in the hen house. <laughs> Jeez, you ain't kidding. Now, with him doing that, you know, brings a lot of attention to yourself. Um, and other uh, co-workers would roast them too. And I, we have some memories with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, always uh, was notable for his uh, outfit. His, his uh, uniform being about two sizes too small <laughs> like the Grinch. Absolutely. And then just, I still remember the day where I saw him rock the stash. Yeah. And I thought... Bud, you got to be a certain type of special to pull off that. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't able to, and it just went a long way. So, but yeah, we had good uh, times there working together. Um, We did that, and then what? 2019's when all the stuff went down, and I moved on. And you, what? 2019 too or yeah that was uh it's been going on two years now i think mm. march or april of 19 i left to uh, take another job absolutely had to leave tyler hanging sadly yeah and it, it was tough man i didn't have that same dark humor but then i ended up on nights and that's where yeah. that's where you see it all especially at a trauma um yeah, it will get to you. Uh, I highly suggest not working five nights in a row 
uh, by that fifth one, your brain is just completely gone. Oh, yeah. Uh, there were some of the times that I thought I was going to drive right into the hospital. I was like, hey, we'll be fine. They'll take good care of me right then and there. So, but no. Um, so, yeah, our friendship was really good with that. Um, and we've always done, like, Super Bowls, um, just get-togethers. Introduced uh, to one of my crazy friends. He'll never forget that. Um, Shout out to Johnny Palmer. Believe me, I've tried. <laughs> but no, you know, like we've always had a good time. And, um, you know, just it's awesome to see how our friendship has taken off and everything like that. Amen. You know, like I can't tell you the number of times you've been there and everything, especially, you know, after uh, my lovely accident on my dirt bike. You were the first person to take me out, even though those people thought we were like a couple or something, yeah. and gave us the stare. And um, but at the time, I had a lovely uh, wrist jack in my wrist, so I couldn't really dress myself. So uh, Luke had to put the coat over me. So I appreciate that. Absolutely, bud. And I was, for the record, more than happy to <laughs> enjoy your alcohol for you since you weren't <laughs> able to. Yeah, I couldn't. Oh man, that took a minute too. Um, you know, getting out of that hospital, like, I was like, man, a nice brewski would sound good, but, you know, trying to fix up that body and get everything else good. So, but here we are, we're able to crack open some now. I'm all for it. Made it out, that's what matters. That's Made right, man. Yeah, the comeback's going to be real. Um, we've got a long ways, but we'll get there. So, let's see. First topic, we're still wearing fucking masks. See that uh, I don't see that ending on the horizon anytime within eyesight, unfortunately. All right, and it, <laughs> the worst part is, is it's coming up on a year anniversary. Mm-hmm. This time, I forget exactly what day it was they started shutting down, but I remember I was at uh, Chubby's Bar and Grill, and uh, they came over and said they're going to start shutting down stuff, and you could just see the whole atmosphere like the press because you know that's how people make money serving you know at the bar and everything and we've came a long way but it's still i don't know my opinion it's been blown out of proportion with this virus i agree and i think when you look at a lot of the people who i know personally from southern states or Uh even you know out of the midwest it's it's almost disregarded. Nobody's wearing masks, right. and yet their numbers are significantly either on par with, uh, you know, us here in Ohio, or significantly lower. Right, and that's the thing I don't get because you know they made it seem like it's so bad that, um, you know, it's going to wipe out everybody. I mean, I don't know. I thought I had it before I started at um, my job. And uh, I couldn't do anything at the time because I didn't have insurance, but it just felt like I had the flu. And after that week, I was good to go. So here we are. I've been on the floors working it when it was COVID. I didn't get it. I didn't spread it to anybody else. So it's, I don't know. Yeah, I I think it's, uh, as I always think, uh, God forbid it was actually a, a, if you caught it, you're dead kind of black death kind of right. disease. Right. Because we'd all really be in trouble. Right. I think especially with a lot of the overreacting we've seen out of people clearing out shelves and stores and, uh, you know, going way over the top about voicing their opinions on the different uh, side effects or possibilities of getting it. It could be a lot worse, you know. Oh, absolutely. Not to mention, to all those who are grabbing toilet paper, COVID doesn't make you shit really get a life I I don't know what I have to open one real quick Uh, I don't know what the big deal was with that but just to see people grab all that and then what what's you know we didn't need it it didn't cause anything like that it's basically like the flu so not to mention they just came out today with flu records being at an all time low right so, I don't know, I've just seen the media has brought a lot of fear to people. Uh, if you drive with your mask off, please don't do that. Yeah, please, you're, you're giving all of us around you a bad name if we get caught in the picture with you. <laughs> right, right, please don't. Just, 
Whatever, do your thing, I mean, but at the end of the day, you're not going to catch it from driving around. Absolutely. Yeah, I think if you, you take the precautions, you wash your hands, you keep yourself in fairly decent shape. Mm -hmm. know, obviously, if you have a condition, asthma, diabetes. <laughs> That's me, that. type 1, baby. You know, obviously, there's going to be factors outside of your control, but... You keep up on your, your things you can do with your immune system. You take decent care of yourself. Uh, keep yourself in, you know, with a decent diet. You'll be fine. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Like, so many people... Have, when you turn off the media, it's much better. There's no fear. Ooh, wrong one. Um, and it's just... My thing was, is, all right, so when this first came out, they were showing all the deaths. They never showed the people recovering. Right. Which was a lot of people recovering. So it's like, all right, are you guys just trying to scare people? Like, I don't know. that The whole 2020 year was unreal. Well, then you look at the death figures and you have to wonder how many of the people who succumbed to the virus had something pre-existing diabetes, Absolutely. asthma, cancer, whatever right. the case. They Absolutely. got lumped in with it. You, you're in a car crash, you die because of COVID. Right, right. So, and that's the thing. They were just so quick to chalk it up to that. And I don't know, seeing it firsthand experience, um, it was scary at first. I'm not going to lie because I was like, all right, you know, like I could catch this, give it to my parents and, uh, you know, I... I don't know how I'd live with myself if I knew that happened. So, but then later on, like, nobody was getting sick and everything. I was just like, I'm sick of this, you know. I'm yeah. sick of wearing masks. It's not good, you know, that, you know, they always want people to stay inside and whatnot. But people have to get out, man. You'll start losing it. Yeah, it takes a toll on your, your psychological well-being if you're cooped up all the time. Absolutely. Touching back on what you mentioned about being afraid of spreading it to, to people who are, you know, compromised or at greater risk. I felt the same way when it first broke. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in, in, in fear of succumbing to an illness or, you know, how I'm going to go out when it's my time. But I was concerned about passing it to someone who couldn't, didn't have an immune system or was compromised, elderly, whatever the case. That was the fear I had. Same. And I felt that, you know, it was just like, man, the funny part was, is when, Oh, they first came out and said, this, you know, this is going to last maybe like two or three weeks and we can go back to normal. Now look at us. Yeah. We're trying to flatten the curve. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was funny, you know, because like we had basically nothing to do in Ohio. And at 2 p.m., DeWine, or what was it? Wine and DeWine. Mm -hmm. So many people were looking forward to that, you know, just to hear stuff. And then slowly but surely people were like... I don't even care anymore about the updates. Oh, yeah. Everyone was out. You go to the dog park, there's 50 other people with each of their dogs mm -hmm. hanging out. And that was the thing. Like, you know, the big thing was, like, they only had the grocery stores open. I mean, some restaurants did carry out and whatnot, but it took such a toll on those small businesses that mm. they had to quit and everything. Yeah, I can't imagine that being... Mm -mm. Myself working in the automotive industry, there's always a demand, but right. I can't imagine having the misfortune of, you know, being that guy who opened his dream restaurant after saving up for his from his whole life to do it and having this hit the week after that. Right. You know, you know that's like it's crushing, you know, like they you worked out so hard to get to that and then it's just boom. Yeah, the the uh the perfect storm hits right as you snip the ribbon. Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Um, but no, now what? We're in. Um, we're about to be done with February. We got no really sports on right now. Nope. So a drought. Um, March Madness is the only thing on the horizon. March Madness. Uh, I mean, we got basketball out now, but I don't even watch it. Yeah. I try to watch my Blue Jackets play, but it's not the same, man. It's but they're gonna let people in now but like 25 percent. so it's like it's a start but could be better right because even like you know me being a big college football fan this year was so bad because no fans in there and that's like 
the whole atmosphere. Absolutely. It's it's not the same watching a game with piped in or no noise at all. From right. The yeah, not to mention the cardboards. <laughs> you know, you got to tell them to quiet down. Yeah, really quit ruffling themselves <laughs> in the breeze. Absolutely. So, it's just been a weird year, you know, like, um, hopefully we can move forward to this because what I've learned in 2020, it's like, all right, we've been through a lot, you know, we can get out of this, but we got to do something because mental health is at all time high, drinking, drugging, all that, you know, because people are just locked inside. Nothing else to, uh. Yeah, to play for for the time being, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Maybe cooped up so long. Right. So, I don't know. I've always been, you know, one to be get out and do things, and then for just to stop, mm-hmm. it's not good. It's a rough adjustment, that's right. for sure. And I'm not going to lie. It didn't, you know, mess me up mentally in the head, just not being able to do what we were used to do. Absolutely. So. Yeah. It was depressing. I mean, going out and. Wanting to go to the bar with some friends, mm-hmm. and getting pushed to the curb by ten o'clock. I think now. Oh yeah. Thank well, God that I think the curfew has finally been. been we have been lifted, so liberation. Right, we are free, but you know it's they still got so many rules. You can't stand up by the bar, you know, be normal like we used to. Yeah. And then you got people that are out there that are going, and <laughs> basically a tattletale. You know, to get the business in trouble. Absolutely. People with nothing better to do. Right. You know, classic Karens. Classic Karens. Exactly. Classic Karens. They're finally getting their uh, time to shine. Yeah. So, but no, you know, hopefully 21 we can turn this around and do something. I feel like at the end of 2020, everybody thought, all right, we're going to go back to normal in 21. Which we're not at the moment, but... Hopefully we can get there. Yeah, eventually, sooner and later, we'll we'll be back. Right. So, I don't know. Buckle in. Gotta have some good laughs, some good humor, even some dark humor too. I mean, shit. Well, sure. And fair warning, as Joseph Stalin himself once said, dark humor is like food. Not everyone's gonna get it. Ah, the classic line. I still remember the first time I heard that when you said that. Amazing. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So we got that going. What else? We have, um, I don't know. What's, uh, how's the uh, rehabilitation going? No, uh, I'm not talking about the, uh, the Our Lady of Sorrows Clinic. I mean, Jesus. Your, your, your physical. Uh, My physical and mental mm-hmm. health. All right. So back um, the exact day, October 11th. Um, one of my hobbies I like to do, I like to ride, race and ride dirt bikes. And, um. I was getting ready for my last race. I decided to go to my buddy's track out in Delaware. Um, Adam, this is when I knew it was the first sign I shouldn't have gone. Because I was like, my dad just picked up a new bike. And I was like, let's go out and take it. You know, you can finally ride it around. And he was like, I can't. I got to go to Sunbury to my sister's to uh, drop off some wood. Right then and there, right then and there, I should have known. I should have went. But... You know, me being me and, like, having, you know, that all about me, which I'm still working on, you know, attitude, uh, I went anyway. So, my cousin had her extra bike out there, and I took it out, and he changed the new layout of the track. And he had this one jump coming into a double, and um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to grow a pair, I'm going to hit it, because... I think it was from last week. I went out to Greer's, um, excuse me, Greer's track out there in Zanesville, Ohio. And I was hitting all the jumps and I felt good. I was like, yeah, I got it down. So I changed, I took that attitude and put it on his track. Huge mistake. Hmm. Huge mistake. Um, so when I hit that jump, um, I came up short. Only thing I remember though is I came around the corner. The next thing I know, I look behind me and my cousin's using her back to support me up. So, I was like, this is not good. <laughs> not good at all. Um, and I ended up breaking both of my wrists, eight of my ribs, mm. and the ribs were so bad they had to put plates in them. 
So that was a lovely experience. Not to mention, like, that right there, that crash kind of sent my mental statement and kind of put me in a dark, deep place, you know, just because that was my favorite hobby to do. And it, um, it was hell, man. I was like, man, this, this sucks. Like this, I didn't realize at the time how serious these injuries were. Mm. And that kind of opened up the door and then, um, you know, it caused a lot of harm you know, to the ones that I loved and cared about because I was in such a funk, you know, I didn't really appreciate, you know, what they were all doing for me. Not to mention, having two broken wrists, you can't wipe your ass. You cannot wipe your ass. Fun fact. Fun everybody. fact. If anybody else rides out there, you cannot wipe your ass. So, I had to have my father, my mother, and anybody else who did it, thank you, I appreciate it. But, um, yeah, that was, uh, I missed out on that endeavor, thankfully, for the record. All right, yeah. I mean, Luke would have probably been there for moral support, but, and like, hey, Doug, it's your turn. Yeah. So, but no, like, it was just an awful experience. Um, a lot of trauma, and now, like, getting back into it and trying to be normal again, like, you know, it just put me, it took me, like, I lost myself from that crash. Usually me, you know, I'm hyper, hence the name ADHD, uh, as the podcast, you know, it just, it brought me to a new low. And, you know, it got to the point where I seeked out help. Um, and um, had to work on myself again, you know. So we're getting there. I just started new therapy today because the lovely doctor uh, sent me to a place, but after the first, they don't cover it anymore. So mm. kind of back to square one, but still doing good with it. Um, the sleeping, though, is starting to get down. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's a big one because I couldn't sleep, and there have been a couple of times I would wake up, and I'd have to work. I would wake up at 2, and I'd be up to my alarm. Oh, man. So just, you know, my whole mental state just went out of the building, but we're getting there. We're seeking counseling, help and all that good stuff, you know, and that's the thing, like with this whole mental health and Corona stuff, if you, you definitely need help, go for it, get out there, seek counseling, anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was brought up to show no emotions. You're a man, deal with it. But when you start holding all that stuff back, it pours out. Absolutely. And it's not healthy. So, if you're seeking, get help. It's helped me so far. I talked to two people and I've made a lot of progress and I'm happy with it. My opinion, stay away from antidepressants and stuff like that. I've been on those before and that was just a rocky road. So, but no, we're getting there. Um, I'm going back to the gym, getting out of the house and just refinding myself again you know that was a big thing because i just lost and hurt a lot of people and it it woke me up so well it is a good time for reflection you know that's one one mm-hmm. of the upsides of being stuck inside all the time but and mm-hmm. tyler that's really commendable you know honestly that you've been able Thank to you, sir. take that step and you know it's tough, especially for a man in this day and age to admit, you know, hey, I need some help. I need some outside influence and um, to spill, to, you know, things that you're dealing with to somebody who probably was a stranger before, you know. And oh, yeah. You hear the term therapy, and I think in society a lot nowadays, you associate that with the, the, the crazy people on the... Oh, yeah, psych ward, pink slip me. Exactly, exactly. But that uh, that's something that... Uh, like Tyler said, you know, if you ever grapple with self-harm or anything along those lines, even getting, a, you know, even remotely approaching that, mm-hmm. that you definitely should, uh, you know, it's definitely worth it taking from experience to uh, take that step and seek counseling and, you know, just to say that you did it. You right. can't say that you didn't try. All right, absolutely. And the thing is, I look at it like, when all this, like, went downhill, um... You know, I was trying to avoid it. I was trying to fill the void. Um, you know, there's times that the drinking got a little bit too much. And 
I'd have been like, yo, this is not good for me. Like, I got to slow down and really work on myself, you know, because that's what I was seeing. Like, I don't know. I turned in somebody I'd never want to turn into again. Mm -hmm. And it was just a dark place, you know, usually me, I'm hyper, I'm cracking jokes and everything. And then to the point where I was just quiet, even around my parents, they knew something was up and they were worried, but I told them, I was like, look, this is what I'm going through. I'll get through it. I've been through worse. So I'm just glad that, you know, you can finally see like light coming out of that tunnel because sure. where I was at, it was so dark and I was just like, man, this, this is not good. This is not good. So yeah, if you need help, seek help, do it. There's no shame. Get out there and live life. Because you know, you know, you never know. Absolutely. We, you know, I could be here to, I could be here today and not be here tomorrow. Absolutely. Cherish the time that you have and grab the bull by the horns. And That's right. Enjoy the life. Absolutely. That's right. Ride this. To the uh, wheels fall off, so. But yeah, so that's with me what's going on. How about you, sir? Let's talk about you. I well, felt like the whole show just flipped on me. No, well, everyone needs their moment in the spotlight. Right. Well, uh, not to totally shift gears, but in talking of uh, taking life uh, not for granted, mm -hmm. it's funny that you do mention that because I had mentioned to Tyler a, few, a little bit before we got on the air here that... I did have a uh, interesting go around at work I heard about last night. Which, oh yes, let's hear. It. Sadly, I was not there to uh, to witness, but <clears throat> apparently, it. as the uh, the auto dealership I work at, I was told one of my coworkers that last night we had an individual pull in in his uh, pickup truck, saying that somehow or another he had apparently picked up one of his neighborhood cats underneath the splash shield underneath his vehicle. Oh, God. So, he uh, asked us to remove the, uh, the uh, let's say, rogue feline that was still alive, for the record, when he oh, pulled Jesus. into drive. Upon getting it on the, uh, the rack there and getting it up in the air, one of our technicians uh, happened to see its legs sticking out from under the panel on the underside of the vehicle. Jesus. But sadly, the uh, Garfield did not survive the removal mm. process and was uh, expired upon extraction. So that was uh, quite the, the video going around our shop there of the, the cat uh, exiting the underside of the vehicle last night. But Man. as Cousin Eddie once said, Tyler, he had nine lives and he just about spun them all. <laughs> That's right. You can never go wrong with Cousin Eddie. Speaking of Cousin Eddie, so I opened some bags of chips here because I'm a fat boy. Um, I realized... I think I'm the cousin Aunt Eddie of the family. Really? I think so. Well, maybe like not too crazy. Well, I am crazy. What am I? Who am I a fool? But there's always that one family member that goes up and over. And I think it's me. Well, you have had a uh, number of near-death experiences that yeah. Eddie has had. Right. You don't have the, the steel plate in your hand. I don't. I got some steel on my ribs. Well, next best thing. Next best thing. Um, but no, you can never go wrong with the Cousin Eddie. I saw one meme. Um, I forget what it was. It was talking about, like, in our family, we drink beer, and then we, that's when we see the crazy one of the family come out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, that's so relatable. But I kind of toned it down around the holidays because... It was just uh, this holiday experience was not like what we're used to before. You know, usually we're going out shopping, seeing all the stuff at Easton and Polaris, and it just felt off, or, you know, weird. Not to mention, um, I'm pretty sure my mom had me watch Hallmark movies with her oh, wow. at the start of November. Ugh. November. Way too early. Way too early. And. I, I, I love my mother to death, and I was just like, I looked at her one day, I was like, how can you watch this right now? I don't I, understand it for the life of me, I'll never understand mm -hmm. that. They're so cheesy, and like, it, 
I don't know. I've never seen a relationship end like that, but or you know, or even be like that. But here we are, the winter Wonderland. So, but no, that was uh, that was a long, that was a long time. So, but no, I mean, you gotta at least make it past Thanksgiving. Yeah, to absolutely. Start, to start the Christmas hoopla. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and not to mention, I think this was the year. I've never seen our tree be up for so long. Oh, yeah. I think it ended um, guys... February 1st we took it down. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's quite a length. All right. And if you know Doug Boggs, <laughs> what you do, most chilled, laid-back father ever. But even he said, well, at this point, let's just keep it up to July. I'm over it. <laughs> Save it for the setup for next year. Right, right. And I was just like, because usually with him... Maybe a couple of days after Christmas, we're taking that damn thing down. Oh, yeah. You know, we've had our holiday experience and we're going on. So, but no, that was that was a new time record for us. So I'm curious to see how long they're going to keep it up next year. Yeah, really. Just never take it down and make it a permanent fixture. Yeah. So what else we got going on in lovely Columbus, Ohio? Well, uh, let's see here. The... Uh... <clears throat> The protests, or whatever you term them, have seemed to have died down for oh, yeah. the last six months or so. Uh-huh. That was a crazy thing to see. Mm-hmm. They had um, they had the National Guard ready to go. They were burning tires or something downtown. And it just, it seriously looked like a, a zombie apocalypse. You know, I oh, said yeah. that wrong, but... Apocalypse, yeah. There you close go. Enough. Close yeah, enough, close enough. Thanks, Corona. Um, and I don't, you know, we've seen so much growing up, and I would never think I would see something like this. Yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy to say the least. Regardless of which side of the aisle you might lean towards mm-hmm. on the subject, but. all right. And not to mention, it just felt like I don't know. You know, we're what, United States, land the home of the brave and the free? It just seemed like 2020 was really trying to divide people. Mm-hmm. And it was not healthy. I, it's, you know, I've always been proud to be American. I wear the jorts. I wear, you know, like sure. when 4th of July comes around, I go all out. Oh, absolutely. All out. And I don't know. This, this has changed so much. I... Hopefully this is not the new new. Fingers crossed, but here we are. Well, you did. I don't know if you saw it today, but supposedly they've announced that Mr. Potato Head, the beloved toy and figure from uh, the Toy Story franchise, is now being no longer referred to as Mr. and will just be Potato Head. Oh, jeez. So I don't know how the uh, the wife and if they have any children are going to take that. It's right. uh, interesting to say the least. Right, and that's the, it's something new. So this is what I was thinking, like, you know, I was trying to remember, like, when did people get offended or just get so soft and something like that? And I was looking back, excuse me, around 2015, um, you know, there was a, um, it was for the ESPY Awards, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. They had a Courage Award. You know, now, before I say this, I was brought up to respect everybody. They could be purple, black, blue, all that. That's how I was brought up. I always respect somebody. You show me respect, I'll show you respect back. And growing up, you know, like, um, I've always been like that, you know. Not judgmental opening, you know, to new people and things. So, I was... um, they had the Courage Award for um, a couple of the people. I forget. One was a soldier that like lost both his legs to save uh, a lot of his um, crew or you know other soldiers, and um, they ended up giving it to um, now Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, yeah. Now I I had no problem with that. No problem with that at all. All right. You know, whatever he wants to do to make you happy in life, do it. Do it. Yeah, I have no problem. And then uh, I posted, you know, I was like, 
you know, I have no problem with uh, those people that make that decision and do that. And um, I just thought, well, you know, maybe the soldier should have got it because he risked, you know, basically his life and his health to save people. And um, at the time when I was serving at Bob's, um, these people, like, uh, commented on it, like, saying, like, basically I was, like, a piece of shit or something and all this and um, was, like, going at the managers. And I told them, I was, like, I don't – I respect whatever they're doing. I just – I thought – you know, this guy should have won. And that's when I started noticing, like, people being so soft. Like, you can't tell jokes. Like, I don't know. I was brought up to roast my friends. They roast me back. Hey, we're still friends at the end of the day. Sure. And it's just crazy how America's changed so much. It is. It is. You know, I... <laughs> Here I we are. You look back even maybe 30 years ago and just, you know political beliefs aside, right. just making the general observation, the democratic socialism, you know, that Bernie Sanders has helped popularize, mm-hmm. never heard of that back in the early 90s, late 80s. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, I don't know, I've never got into the whole politics stuff because it's, it's just like a, a war, you know, they're going back and forth at each other and, and you know, it's... If, I don't know. The government does a lot of shady shit behind our back when we're asleep or even awake. Well, it's like mom would always say, every politician's crooked. It's just every third one gets caught. Very true. Well, it's amazing just looking back the other day for fun. I was looking at Walter Mondale, the Democratic uh, governor of Minnesota, debating Mm -hmm. Ronald Reagan back in 1984 for the presidency and how even when... Reagan dropped the ultimate roast on him during one of their debates about how uh, Rick Mondale, being probably a good 20 years younger than Reagan, was youthful and inexperienced <laughs> Jesus. when a question was brought up about Reagan's age. Even Mondale laughed at the comment. It's, it's just crazy to see how much farther we've come in 30, 35 years in regards to how humor and comments and... and treatment of the other party is as as progressed mm-hmm. nowadays and it, they'd be uh, you know two figures say that in a debate and they'd be at each other's throats back then everyone laughed it off and was civil with each other all right so i don't know this it's changed so much but i i don't even know where to be in yeah it's uh it's very interesting, again, to say the least there, as far as where we're headed and what mm-hmm. we're seeing now in our lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I do miss being normal, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it definitely makes you realize how much you've taken things for granted in times like this. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, that being able just to get out, be free, and all that. Like, if... You know, not to mention, I'm glad I got to experience this, like, before COVID hit and everything. Um, we took a family trip to Miami, so I'm glad I got to see Miami normal. Right. Instead of, you know, going to it now and being like, oh, this is not the same. That'd be brutal. Mm-hmm. You feel like Ted Cruz dipping out the <laughs> Jesus, yeah. How about that? <laughs> Jesus. Cheers to Ted for supposedly being a good father and accompanying mm. his daughters. Right. With his uh, millions. Well, that, that you know, overall, jokes aside, like, what mm. are you thinking, dude, when you're, you're you're pulling a stunt like that? Right. You know in this day and age, everybody who's alive has some kind of camera within arm's reach. You're an easily recognizable man. Right. Shave your head, put on a mask, do, you know, an actual change-your-appearance mask, not a face mask, and, 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 and actually put some effort in you know you're going to get caught when you do something like that oh yeah you can't get away with anything that's the thing like social media god and i'm the worst with it i'm basically addicted to it um but i want to get to the point where i'm just like not on it a lot yeah you know it's not healthy it's ruined relationships it's it's just not good you know yeah 
it uh, it has its its blessings, but it mm-hmm. can definitely be a curse. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I'm just gonna stick to Twitter now. Yeah, there you go. All right, we'll, uh, let's show out my tweets. Oh, speaking of that, uh, Instagram Bogsy fifteen. If you guys want to follow, uh, Twitter I forget what it is. I think it's just Tyler Boggs. Yeah, something like that. You know, keep it simple. There you go. Unfortunately, on Facebook and all that, so give a like, follow, retweet, all that good stuff. But no, it's, you know, I... Send nudes, whatever. Yeah, (laughs) Send me pictures of just uh, bush lattes and I'll be good. There you go, there you go. That's my go-to beer. I love that, God. I love it so much I put graphics on my damn bike of it. There you go. Free advertisement. Right. By the way, uh, Roosters, I believe it's Monday night, is 50 cent boneless right. uh, boneless wings. Roosters, support us. Yes. We really. love it. Not to mention, you know, for the longest time it took a minute to fall in love with Roosters. I don't know what it was, but I was always a beat-ups guy. Uh-huh. Come to find out, people hated that place. And I had no clue. But... Now I see why. Yeah. They took away my favorite wing sauce, hot barbecue. And I want nothing to do with them now. And they not to mention they just cost an arm and a leg for oh, yeah. roosters you're paying four or five bucks for right. a sub, a sandwich, and it's 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 not filet mignon, but uh-uh. it gets the job done. It's good Absolutely. Too. Not to mention like um I've noticed if uh our family gets carry out from there, I think my dad was saying like the last bill was like twenty five bucks. Yeah. Get a pay ten dollars for a sponsorship card. You get ten percent off for a year. Bingo, and it's just crazy because if you try to the, if you were to order from like beat ups or something like that, it'd be up there like thirty, thirty five, almost forty. Yeah, for a sandwich or maybe a beer. Right, absolutely. Get in the door. Right. So, (laughs) but yeah, what else we got going on? Well, uh, let's see. Congratulations to Tom Brady on winning his umpteenth mm-hmm. Super Bowl in the Buccaneers for their uh, return to prominence. Yeah, what's the odds of a quarterback going to a new team and taking them right to the Super Bowl, winning it, and in their backyard? Well, and being 45 years old. And 45, I forgot the age. Yeah, that, I, I'd say that's pretty slim. Uh, hey. Sorry, Peyton Manning. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> But yeah, Brady has apparently found the uh, the fountain of youth in other news. All right, not to mention, um, Gronk's back. Uh-huh. He's back. He's an animal. He's a party animal. I don't know if you saw this though. Um, one year when he was with the Patriots, they had the Lombardi Trophy, and they were gonna pitch, uh, throw a pitch out at Boston. So Gronk's goofing around. I think Edelman threw him the ball, and he took the trophy and bunted it. Oh, yeah. And put that big dent in there. I had watched that probably like 15 times, and I was just cracking up the whole time. He's a little um, different, I think. Different slash party animal that... I don't even know where to begin with him. Now, if we can get him on this podcast for an episode, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I think... Uh, come out, Gronk. He'd liven it up. Yeah, Gronk, we're, we're, we're requesting you to come to this right. uh, location. He'll probably pull a uh, Kool-Aid man and run right through the wall. Very well could. Very well could. Bring the rest of the Bucks. Bring Antonio Brown. He'll definitely... Oh, God. That will... Uh, draw some views. Turn some heads. How about him, though? He's yeah. turned his life around. I hope so, man. And you know, it was not gonna lie. That was pretty scary. Mm-hmm. What he was, the his behavior and right. overall cadences and tendencies he was showing. It was very, you know, very erratic. Right. To say the least. I think it had to mean like if he's had any concussions or something like that. Definitely. Because the way he acted, you know blasting on social media and everything. I don't really see him blasting anymore on social media. Well, maybe he does, but well, he, maybe I haven't followed him. But. When he was a Raider, he was pumping the ball at Mike Mayock, their GM, <laughs> calling him a cracker. Oh, so, nice. I think he's toned that down a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it was like he, for a while he was Terrell Owens with Chad Johnson on steroids. <laughs> oh, man. I miss Ocho Cinco. Yeah, he was uh, quite the pistol. Old 85. Old 85. Um, 
deadly with his head, and apparently, as I've heard, headbutting his uh, his wife on Hard Knocks. Getting, really? Yeah, he got uh, cut from his last gig in Miami because he uh, had an argument with his wife and headbutted her, and the five oh. got called, and the dolphins waved. And you gotta check it out on uh, YouTube. You have to check that out later. Yeah. Shoot, I thought that was just me that did that, but no. <laughs> Yeah, just kidding. Headbutted him. Yeah. Um, but no, that's, you know, it's it's crazy, man. They they come out being, like, role models and whatnot, then something happens and Whoops. they turn. You know, oh, yeah. look at Ryan Leaf, a hell of a player. Mm. Ended up with opiates and just went... Phew. That's amazing to see how, how you can... Fame can go to your head and mm-hmm. you can just squander those kind of opportunities. All credit to Ryan. I think in the last few years he has He's turned it right. turned a corner and mm-hmm. seems to be somewhat of a mentor figure for a number of guys in the league. And yeah, that was I remember hearing the news about him getting arrested for breaking into an old couple's home and raiding their medicine cabinet. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, like that pain meds are just they'll bring you to your knees. They'll bring you to heroin and death. Mm-hmm. And back in the day when the whole Oxycontin phase went out there, handing them out like Skittles. Here you go, here you go, here you go. And then they were, one of the nurses I worked with, uh, they were saying that they're not addicting. Yeah. And Yikes. I was like, mm, whoops, big mistake. So, but yeah, that's, you know, a slippery road. Um, I know another good person, uh, Chris Heron. You know him? Chris Heron. I think I'm saying his name right. But he played at Boston. Boston Celtics. He had um he got caught up in the whole pain med thing and yeah. um you know, like just lost his life and his love for basketball and everything, but ended up getting it back. You know, he's clean now, doing his thing, talking to kids. And, you know, that's that's the good thing. You see those people hit that rock bottom mm-hmm. and the ones that come back from it come back even 10 times stronger and have a great, you know, much better life. Mm-hmm. It, it's amazing to see Brett Favre and how dangerous mm. and close he was to hitting that, uh, hitting that rock bottom in the mid nineties. Taking, uh, I remember reading and for those of you listening, Jeff Perlman's uh, book gunslinger on, on Favre, a tremendous read. Uh, but talking about Favre taking a dozen Vicodins a day and, drinking himself into the ground in 1994, 1995 and finally hitting rock bottom in early 1996 and uh, having a seizure on the team plane and finally agreeing to enter rehab. It's uh, it's amazing how close he was to really killing himself. And that's the thing. Sorry, I'm stuffing my face again with M&M's. He, um, I was listening to one of the podcasts and um, he was just saying, you know, he would just start, like, with a couple, like, two, he'd be good. And then he was getting to the point, like, 15 a day. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was like, I can't find him anywhere. Like, I'm going through cold sweats and all this. But I didn't realize how big of a party, you know, he was doing. Oh, he was quite the uh, the drinker. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how much the Packers, that part of the reason nobody knows is because the Packers went to such great lengths to cover it up. Right. Reporters would encounter him in the, in the in a bar, slumped over a counter, and oh, the next day a Packers representative would call the reporter and say, hey, well, you know that was non-alcoholic, what he was drinking, right? And the reporter would say, well, it had Miller Lite on the, on the label. I don't think it's non-alcoholic. Jeez. <laughs> No, I had no clue because they did so well. I mean, I was young when all that stuff was going on. I don't remember it. But, you know, he had a crazy-ass story. And I would never have thought. But you know it's bad when you're uh, falling asleep during a team film in your locker. And he kept bringing that up. I was like, man... Yeah, he's been through quite a lot. It's uh, kind of scary to think about how he'll be in another five, ten years, perhaps, with the physical injuries starting to probably catch up to him. As oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know those 
those players now back in the day uh when football was football before I was born, like my dad air, you know, they would go all out with the concussions and everything. I mean, look at that one dude from Pittsburgh, he was pulling his teeth out. Mike Webster. Mm-hmm. His soul. Right. It's just it's crazy how much you know, like back then they would be like, Oh, you're fine, you know, rub some dirt on it, you're good. Get out there. And now you know, that's serious. Like, head trauma enough is not to mess around. You know, I'm pretty sure I had that with the crash, too, because I don't know where the hell I was at for a couple of days. Oh, yeah. Easily. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder, I mean, how much of that is the league acknowledging that head trauma occurs and trying to raise all this awareness because they got caught not acknowledging it in the first place. Right. Trying to pass it off as well, right. you know. There's no link to, you know, uh, CTE with concussions and head trauma. You know, that's just it's just how it happens. These guys have issues. Right. So it's, I don't know, it's a serious thing that they kept kind of basically hidden for a while. So, but now here we are, 2021, what is it, February 25th? Yes, sir. Columbus, Ohio, living the dream. Big interview tomorrow. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. So, New Albany reached out to me. I'm not going to, you know, for personal reasons, where I work and everything like that because of HIPAA and not. But um, got a job offer for the work in the OR. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. So, I would like to land this because, you know, what I do currently, it's ever since the injuries have happened, it's, you know, I'm not the... Not there. Sure. And it takes a toll on you. You know, like, doing three in a row, like, that killed me. And just getting that whole range of motion and back and everything, you know, lifting patients, helping them out. And with this, it would be more like assisting people and stuff like that. So I'm always down. It'd be a hell of an experience to see. And, um, big time. Well, now we can't, you know, interviews are different now. Oh, right. Everything's virtual. Right. I think we're doing virtual and on the phone, so. I always hated that. Yeah, I'm like, am I really about to do this? But, okay. And, oh, excuse me. Good part is it's, you know, part of the company I'm with now. So, not be... All right, that corona's starting to make me burp now. But, hey, we're good. We're good. The beer, not the virus. The yeah, yeah, yeah. No virus, no virus. Um, but, you know, being a part of the company I'm with now, they're the same company, so not being cocky, but I feel like I have a little bit of an edge. Sure. But, you know, if God blesses me with it, I'm going to be so happy. If not, just keep looking. Yeah, all you can do, man, just mm-hmm. keep trying to... To move up, uh, all you can do, keep pushing forward. Right. And, you know, like I said earlier with the rehab as well as, uh, you know, where you're at mentally, you've made tremendous strides already. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because, you know, you see me, you know, I was, I was going through a relationship and, um, you know, I kind of just lost myself and, um, lost her. And then it, you know, it sucks. It is what it is. Like. I have nothing hateful to say to her or anything sure. bad. You know, I wish her the best. If it comes back, it comes back. If not, just keep moving forward. And, um, you know, I now I see what I need to see for a next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, good learning experience. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, like I said, I wish her nothing but the best. There's no hate. You know, the old me would have been like, yo, you know, like, let's throw some hate. Let's be rude. Let's be mean. But I just see that with the growth because, you know, just it put me in a funk. It made me, I don't even know what, but, you know, I can slowly, surely start seeing like climbing out of that and it feels so good. Well, good deal, man. You know, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, because you saw me before, man. I was all quiet and shit. Like, who the hell is this? This is not tea. Yeah, really. And, um, 
but no, I'm glad, you know, we can keep grinding, keep moving forward and take it one day at a time. Absolutely. 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 What else we got? What do you want to bring up? Well, let's see. We touched on uh, the we touched on COVID, COVID relationships, <laughs> my broken body, work, I work. Oh God, uh, friendship, yeah. sports. What else we got? Going? Out there, man. Uh, let's see. We're still alive. Uh, Joe Biden is is still alive. I don't know if he knows it. But no, he's... no, Jesus Christ. Um, did you see the video where they had him signing stuff, and he was like, "I don't even know what I'm signing." <laughs> I haven't, but I definitely would believe it. Yeah, definitely uh, your next free time. Check that out, because if we're doing that... I, yeah, I don't... Uh, cognitive aware of awareness is alarming, to say the least. Right, I mean, it's... I don't know. It's just, you know, the whole political stuff, it gets old. Um... Excuse me. At the end of the day, I just, you know, want to get back to normal, whatever that is, and not have so much shady shit going on behind our back. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we need some, uh, I think it's time we need some new blood, you know. Not, oh, yeah. Uh, not the established politician, not somebody as rogue as maybe Trump was, but maybe somebody younger and maybe more right. willing to shake things up a little bit better and Keep things less volatile while doing it. Absolutely. And, you know, it's just... It's the same shit. This is what pisses me off. Have you seen gas prices lately? Oh, they're creeping up. They're creeping up, man. They're creeping up. And... I remember, like... This is what I remember crazy, like, being a little kid. I remember seeing gas at 125. Mm -hmm. 125. If we could ever get back to that, that'd be amazing. But, <laughs> who knows? But no, I I think I passed it the day before coming to your place. Uh, two something. I think it was like 250 or something. But still, I'm like, dang, like, th what happened? Because before all this stuff, like, it was down. Yeah. It was good. It was portable and all that. So, I don't know. I guess those days are over. Yeah, R.I.P. Man. So, yeah, we got that going on. President that basically wears the pens. Yeah, more or less, yeah. More or less. Um, How the, uh, what's the, what's the buzz about the jackets? I did see their game Tuesday mm. night, and I'm admittedly not the biggest hockey fan, but I have heard a lot of people saying that their offense is easily outweighing their defense easily this year. So this is what's going on. And um, I got to give a quick shout out to my girl, Kira. She is a, um, she works with the Jackets. Well, she's a ice, ice skater or something. I'm saying it wrong. Please forgive Cheerleader, me. Cheerleader, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, that I love that connection because we can always talk about the Jackets and whatnot. And she's going to give me a nice uh, game puck. There you go. So I can't wait for that. But um, what she's noticed is she thinks it's torts. Really? Yeah. Um, I mean, they had a couple of my favorite players there, and they got rid of them. One of them, um, I don't know, he had one game where he was, like, basically acting up or something. And the fucking next day, they, get, they traded him. They just said, bye. So I don't know. I mean... Something's got to come back. My opinion, I've loved Torts. I love him because he's always called out Pittsburgh, who I hate. I'm sure. With a passion. And um, it's... I don't know. I mean, you know, we had that one season where we uh, swept Tampa Bay in the first round. Yeah. Out of that nowhere. Was, out of nowhere. Yeah. We had Bob and everything, but now he's in Florida. We had, uh, what's his name, Paneri or something. I'm saying it wrong, but um, he's in New York now. But it's just like, if we could say consistent, that would be good. Yeah, really. Yeah. I've always heard rave things about Tortorella. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, 
he's a hell of a coach. He'll say whatever's on his mind. He won't sugarcoat it. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure he has a Stanley Cup under his belt. He went with Tampa Bay or somebody, didn't he? Maybe Vancouver or something. I'm 